Take a crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the description. Take a crit. Welcome to a very special episode of Take a Crit, the real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson, I play Garrett Sunderwood, more on him later. This week we're featuring our first special guest, we've got Andy from Notable Nostalgia on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super duper pumped. We're so excited to have you here. We're fucking stoked. All right, uh, so we kick off each of these episodes with a question from our dungeon master. Leo, the mic is yours. Hey, everybody. I'm Leo Martin, your dungeon master and question asker. And today's question for our adventurers and also Andy. A fellow adventurer. A fellow adventurer (laughs) is what is your most embarrassing childhood memory? First up. His dad's a prick, but he's cool and slick. It's Scotch Hobbs. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Austin Petrie. I play Scotch Hobbs, the grung sorcerer bard. Scotch's most embarrassing childhood memory has got to be when he was just climbing out of, of the spawning pool, just a little baby froglet, and he had never been out of the water before, and he climbed right out, and he, a lot of new sensations. And he, and he took a shit all over himself, and then he slipped on the edge of the pool and just rolled all in it, and everybody Ugh. called him a shit baby, and it was very traumatic. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> is, is that where that comes from? That's where shit baby comes from. <laughs> Poor little okay. shit baby. You heard it here first. A tragic origin. That's my origin story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She likes to roam, but now she's going home. It's Gotcha Portobello. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane, and I play the illustrious Gotcha Portobello. And her most embarrassing childhood memory would have to be the time that she got kicked out of a private school. She was real young, hadn't been smelling that long, and got in a fight with her teacher because she spelled her last name wrong. And the, the teacher really wasn't letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's just the royal name now. Let it go. Just go on. It was a whole fucking scene. And uh, since then, she has been trying to remedy any grammatical error from her soul, really, at the end of the day. (laughs) It's a very personal journey for her. Oh, yeah. And next up, 
His mom's the ruler, but his sister's way cooler. It's Woody Portobello. It's true. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Andy. I play Woody Portobello. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, my embarrassing moments also school-related. So when I was a kid, uh, or I guess when Woody was a kid, he had a speech impediment. So uh, he was reading in front of the class, and instead of saying her, everybody thought he was saying whore, and then everybody <laughs> oh, laughed at him. Oh. Even the teacher kind of <laughs> snickered because he went, Oh, and uh, that's when he decided that I'm going to go into journalism so people can read my writing, but in their own voices. So I don't have to read that loud. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's then he good. went to classes and got rid of his speech impediment. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to bring that character voice in. Be like, oh, I've I found a very intriguing mystery. <laughs> I was actually driving today thinking about that, but I was like, I can't do that the entire time. <laughs> Editing would be a bitch. I'm like, oh, hold on, go backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be way difficult. But yeah, actually, that is truth. I couldn't say ours until I was about sixth grade in real life. So. Oh, hey. Yeah. Really? I had problems with ours for a long time, too. Yeah. Yeah, like NTHs, so leather for me would have been Lella. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot to lose, and he drinks nasty booze. It's Will Willie Willis. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Uh, Willie's most embarrassing childhood memory is probably the time he forgot his Uncle Gus's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell. He knows two people, and they're both named Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really kind of had to work for this one. Because, like, he's Willie, so what is what embarrasses this guy? <laughs> so, yeah. So Gus got back from, you know, Gus the Greater, got back from one of his uh, adventures, and uh, they had planned, like, a, a big party and everything, and uh, Gus the Lesser, he had got, he had pre-partied way too hard, got plastered. Uh, so Willie had to decorate the cake and ended up uh, writing, Welcome home, congratulations. Okay. Gus the Greater called him out, and he knew it was up. <laughs> Couldn't remember it. That tracks. <laughs> His cousin is gone, and he can probably turn into a swan. It's Garrett Sunderwood. Yeah, I'm Joey Swanson. I play Garrett Sunderwood, and he can't turn into a swan until he's level nine. Nothing with a flight speed. Oh, sorry, folks. <laughs> but yeah, Garrett's most embarrassing childhood memory. Um, when he was just a little tot, he was selected to be the flower child of his aunt and uncle's wedding. You know, Gazebo's parents. And... Um, when he didn't really understand the rules, you're supposed to like throw the petals around, make it look real nice. But when he was in the back at the ceremony area, he had just fed all of the flowers to Truffle and gotten a lot of trouble and sort of put a damper on the wedding. One of his moms had to do plant growth and get new flowers. It was kind of tedious. She wanted that spell slot for later, but you know, that, that's pretty cute though. Should I have done something cute instead of roll around in my own shit? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I had a shit option, but I was like at least one, if not several of these fucks are going to have a shit yeah. one. So I, I went cute. <laughs> Good call, Joey. Good call. So I've been reading back through the Hobbit and there's this one riddle. It goes, um, this thing, all things devours birds, beasts, Trees, flowers, gnaws irons, bites steel, grinds hard stones to meal, slays kings, ruins towns, and beats mountains down. Do y'all know what the answer is? Doesn't matter. It's time to take a crit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted someone to say, it's time, oh. and then I could say, it's time to take a crit. Okay, I'll give it to you, Joey. <laughs> it's, it's time? It's time to take a crit. <laughs> oh. Awesome. There it is.
Last time on Take a Crit. Our heroes arrived in the Springtail Forest, where Scotch confronted his father and the leader of the village, Pop Hops. After Scotch lost a peculiar contest, he outfingered me. <laughs> it was decided that Scotch must complete a dangerous task or be exiled permanently. Our heroes then went off in search of Scotch's siblings, eight of which had gone missing in the past few weeks. Deep in the forest, our heroes found the caravan they'd been searching for, as well as an interesting kobold that held Scotch's brother, Grimbus, under his arm. Gotcha and Scotch eavesdropped on this kobold as he magically contacted none other than Rasputan. As they listened in, they learned that this kobold's name is Slim Drippins, and that he has come to the forest in order to transform innocent Grung into giant hideous beasts. Our heroes intervened, saving Grimbus and defeating one of the frog beasts. Despite their victory, Slim Drippins escaped, along with the caravan and seven frog beasts. He's a bad news kobold wizard. We met him, he got away. However, as the wagon sped away, a soldier was knocked down and crushed by the frog hemoth. Upon inspecting the body, Gotcha found that the soldier wore the plate mail of the Portobello Kingdom Army. After this revelation, the gang returned to the Springtail Village before Scotch and Pops stepped away for a private moment. After some time, Scotch returned, stole his father's new water jug, and stated that the party must leave immediately. We rejoin our heroes as they plot their next move. All right, Parmesan, here, stack. <laughs> yeah, that's a good first move. Parmesan flies over and lowers down to the ground. Hey, hey, what you need, boss? Uh, we got to get out of here fast. Um, go ahead and let out your tongue. We'll just walk up it. Oh, yeah, sure thing. All aboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess Garrett scrambles on. I'll follow along. Yep, gotta get on the lasagna train. Our heroes load up into Parmesan Romano. <laughs> And Parmesan Romano ascends into the sky. As he does, he says, uh, You still haven't told me where to. Uh, I, I need a place to go. I can just keep going up, but after a while, uh, you guys are going to suffocate. Wait, can, can he? Is he not going to suffocate? Can he go through space? <laughs> just like indefinitely? Uh, I'm down to find out. <laughs> okay, let's get a bag of holding for some oxygen. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Well, uh, first things first, I, uh, you know, that seems like an adventure for another day. <laughs> uh, right now, we've got to get to the Portobello Kingdom. Yeah, no, we got to get there. Find out what's going on. So do you know how to fly underground? Yeah, fly underground. Um, well, I'm certainly happy to try. Parmesan Romano backs up a bit in the air and goes careening <laughs> towards the ground. <laughs> backs up in the air. <laughs> Why? You're all pressed against the back of the inside of the tugboat like that UFO ride at the fair. <laughs> You've got a few seconds if you want to say anything before he hits the ground. Um, Parmesan, maybe let's just fly through the air. <laughs> sure thing. Parmesan does a sharp 90 degree turn back up into the air and you all slam against the floor. <laughs> sharp as cheddar. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to like Garrett more. After a while, he levels out and sails on towards the Portobello Kingdom. It's a bit of a trek. Y'all want to take a long rest on the way? Yeah. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Oh, for sure. Need them spell slots. After some time, you hear Parmesan's trademarked toot toot. We're here. <laughs> 
I uh, groggily rub the sleep out of my eyes, going over to the edge of the boat to survey my kingdom. Seem to be all right. You walk above deck and you see the Portobello Kingdom. It's quite a familiar sight with its modest walls and cute mushroom-shaped houses, (laughs) which stand in stark contrast to the elegant, resplendent palace in the center of the city. Are there mushroom-shaped towers on the palace? You wish. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, do you want to go straight to your mom, or what's what's the plan, Gotcha? Yeah, um, Parm, I think... I think the queen's going to really fucking hate it if we just park this right outside the front door. Uh, oh, why? Everyone loves a tugboat. Doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. See, that's what I'm saying. So let's get on down there. Uh, so just as, as close to the front door as you can without, like, actually going through it because I, I like the building. All right. Parmesan flies down in front of the palace gates. You see that the guards are very alarmed. Uh, Just a shit ton of them come out and surround the tugboat and point their spears at it. Hey, everyone, I'm home. (laughs) Once they see Princess Portobello, they all lower their spears and kneel. (laughs) Quite a reception. Impressive. I come out with a couple of handfuls of linguine. (laughs) You see an older drow man wearing fancy clothes walks out of the palace. Gotcha recognizes him as her uncle. Gotcha, isn't that your uncle? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's my that's my uncle. Um, it's Jibbles, right? That's Jibbles. It's not, J- it's not Jibbles. Jibbles. Yeah, that's, that's Unky Jibbles. That's Unky Jibbles right there, everyone. Oh, Jibbles. <laughs> hey, Unky Jibbies, it's been so long. His name was going to be Varney, but... <laughs> I like Unky Jibbies. You recognize him as your Uncle Jibbles. <laughs> he walks out and says... Hello, princess. It's been quite some time since you've graced us with your presence. Hey, Anki, I forgot how much of a wet blanket you were. (laughs) I must insist that you not refer to me as Anki. (laughs) (laughs) But Anki, why? Uh, All right, Anki, me and my friends need need an audience with mom. Her highness is away at the moment, securing new political alliances in the city of Pathurntica. Okay. A city in which you have been causing quite a mess. Me? A mess? I have been given instructions should you return. Please, for now, come inside the palace. Your friends can come in too. That thing will have to wait here. Oh, come on, it's just a pig. (laughs) (laughs) I was referring to this tugboat with a face that seems to speak and reeks of linguine. (laughs) Oh yeah, do you want any linguine, by the way? We've got plenty. I put the linguine in my pockets. It's not fresh. But it is good. (laughs) If you will follow me. Absolutely, Unky. Garrett uh, hops on Truffle and follows her along. As Uncle Jibbles parts the palace doors, Gotcha sees a familiar face running through them. That of her younger brother, Woody Portobello. Hey, Woody! Gotcha? Gotcha! What are you doing here? Jibs, why didn't you tell me? She was... I I didn't even know that. (laughs) Gotcha! Hey! Long time no see! It's great to see you. I just pulled up on uh, my new tugboat friend. Um... Do you know do you know what the fuck's going on? Like I found dead Portobello soldiers off in the woods in uh off in the Springtail Forest. N- no, nobody's told me anything about that. But f- first give me a hug. I haven't seen you forever. Oh, of course, of course. Come here. <laughs> who, who are your friends? Are you, is anybody hungry? Does anybody want anything? Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. So, the little frog boy, that's Scotch Hops. He's absolutely amazing. You're going to love him. Uh, he's most people's cool new god. Um <laughs> I open my arms for a hug and start walking towards Woody. <laughs> hey, Woody, it's don't, you don't have to. He's got poison. 
I'm about to lean in. I go, oh, oh, okay. I like, okay. No, no. He, he's just trying to pull one on you. It, it's not going to hurt you, but like. No, it's cool. It's fine. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Air high five? Air high five then? Mm, it's not It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> and this over here is uh, Will Willie Willis, this big old elephant man. I run up and hug him. I get a little linguine on your back. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> you did not wash your hands. <laughs> They were just in my pockets full of linguine. Where is there to wash my hands? <laughs> As I'm hugging, I'm thinking to myself, like, that, have they been eating linguine? <laughs> <laughs> I have. A lot. You're putting those deductive skills to use. <laughs> gotcha leans down and uh, rubs Truffle's head and is like, this is our little pig friend, Truffles. And uh, this is the boy on him is Garrett Sunderwood. You know, uh, it's been a while since someone called me a boy. Uh, I'm a man. I, I am a man. But uh, it, it's a pleasure all the same. <laughs> I'm going to reach out and uh, shake Garrett's hand. Garrett gives a very businessman handshake to him, even though his hand's like <laughs> a, a quarter the size. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet everybody. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, coming here and bringing my sister back. This is great. Um, but you, uh, some soldiers were dying or what, 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 what's going on? Yeah, so fascism is going on in Pathernica. Mom's probably not talking to you about that part. As Gotcha says that, Uncle Jibbles. <laughs> Unky Jibbles. We fucking got you, dude. <laughs> Uncle Jibbles holds his hand up to Gotcha's face as she's speaking and says, This is the exact kind of thing that has been getting your sister into such trouble, Woody. She has been spouting such ridiculous ideas around the city, and now she has made quite a few enemies for herself. I have enemies? You should learn from her mistakes, Woody. <laughs> mistakes? I... Gotcha's always been a straight shooter. That's, you know, so um, actually, Jibs, do you mind if I talk to my sister and her friends alone just for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, Unky, uh, give us a, give us a little bit of space. Unky leans, get, gets down. Unky, I called him Unky. Goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> he is Unky now. That's his name. He's the funky Unky. <laughs> Unky Jibbies gets down on one knee and puts his hand on Woody's shoulder and says, I'll let you catch up with your sister, but please... Don't let her get these ridiculous ideas into your head. Remember what me and your mother told you. Family is what's most important. Anything that we tell you will never be wrong. Yeah, like me, your sister. Yeah, like my sister. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Jibs. <laughs> no, but I not... Uh, uh. Why don't you go play patty cake with Jeeves, Jibbies? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am going to meet with Sir Jeeves now, but... Excuse me, Sir Millibont von Heckelton. <laughs> oh, it, it caught on here too. That's great. Could you let Jeeves know that we're in need of some refreshments? Yeah. More linguine, please. I will return in time. Be careful, Woody. Thanks, Jibs. Unky Jibby. <laughs> Unky Jibby turns around and leaves the room. How old is Woody? Um, Like 21-ish, 22 kind of young you find yourself in the entryway to the portobello palace there are very intricate decorations lining the walls all with motifs of different fruits and vegetables <laughs> and the entire floor is a glorious shiny rose gold mm. so so gotcha i don't know if um even mom knows anything about this because since i graduated she's actually been kind of having me help out the family finally oh and i i think she would have probably told me something if she knew about this so i, I think we should tell them well mom has a habit of only telling you what she wants you to hear 
There might be some some stuff you don't know about, but if there is, we're going to find it. Yeah. Well, between me and you and I, your friends, because I, I trust anybody that, you know, because you're awesome. So I, <laughs> I've always I've always loved you. So, yeah, I've always loved you, too. Huh? <laughs> so she just had me steal an ancient scroll that was stolen from us, actually. Oh, really? And she told me not to tell anybody. So I think she would have probably told me about the dead soldiers it's uh but i couldn't read the scroll um and she took it right when right when i grabbed it i oh no but the scroll was called the astral child's ascent but uh i don't know i just i just i don't know if she's involved in this it seems like you think she might be and i i don't know i i don't know i feel like she's kind of changed in the last couple oh. couple months she's been a lot nicer to me oh she has made friends with a rather nasty man uh willie uh willie saw her uh, over that trash that one time oh yeah with uh with Rasputin. yeah i gotta not think about that that trash that was a big pile it's okay willie settle down <laughs> what do you have you heard much about Rasputin? no not not really uh-uh. okay uh she may have been referring to him as gaspucci oh are you talking about oh the mayor yeah yeah no she's been talking with the mayor a bunch recently okay i think they're trying to like become like a team or something but um she hasn't really Talk to me too much about that. No popcorn recipes or anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no popcorn recipes. No, no. Hmm. Well. well, just so you know, that Gaspucci guy's actual name is Rasputin, and he is a fuckboy, so hmm. mom really shouldn't be messing around with him. I think he might be the, would you say, the, the anal iridescent child? <laughs> the iridescent anal child? <laughs> the astral child? Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about that scroll? Yes, I, I, I think it might fit his description. Oh wait, do you still have the scroll? No, she took it, but it didn't say anything about a fuckboy on the. On the- <laughs> <laughs> it's probably unrelated then. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it said the astral child's ascent. I don't know. It sounds like a good story, but I don't know why it's so important to our family. But I, actually, that scroll's still in a room. Um, I, I walked by this morning and I saw it there. Um, her door is open. Oh well, that's good to know. I might just go in there and take a peek. Well, before, before you do that too, um, because now I'm getting kind of freaked out with like dead soldiers and fuckboys. Um, <laughs> about 20 minutes ago, there I saw a bunch of wagons and it looked like they were carrying something. I don't, I don't know what it was. I wonder if this has anything to do with. Hmm. Did it? Did it smell like frogs? Uh, I was too far to actually smell it, but they went to the Verdant Caverns. Hmm. I feel like this is a mission for a top journalist like myself and my mentor, you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely sounds up our fucking alley. Yes, I I think that uh, exploring this further sounds like a good idea. Gotcha, real quick. I think there might be a bit of a language barrier. Uh, What does fuck boy mean in Elvin? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'll tell you later, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think think Willie's got you covered. All right, Uh, Appreciate it. I didn't know he knew Elvin. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll teach you a couple more Elvin phrases. Uh, much, much appreciated. And he flips Willie the bird. Uh, I give him one back. So, real quick, Woody, we found some wagons with uh, little grung boys like our friend Scotch Hops, and they had turned those little froglings into horrible monsters Aww. somehow. Gotcha. Do you want to show... Show us the way to the caverns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, we actually, uh, no, no, no. Mom, mom told us we're not supposed to go to the caverns right now. So if we do, we have to be super secretive. She's not, I don't know when she's coming back though, but just, we have to be super secretive. So don't tell Jibs at all. Honestly, don't tell Jibs anything most of the time. I'm going to do the thing where you like zip up your lips. 
<laughs> yeah. But then I throw the key in my mouth, so I zipped it, opened it through the key in there, which makes no sense. <laughs> 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 Willie sees him doing this, has no idea what it means, does it too, but he's got a big trunk in the way, so <laughs> it doesn't look good. It makes less sense than it already did. <laughs> All right, gotcha. Are there any animals that might be native that people wouldn't bat an eye at if they were to see them in the caverns. Like if I turned into a giant spider or something, would people be like, oh, well, that's totally normal. Uh, Yeah, I think there's giant spiders in our caverns, right? I've seen a few when I was younger, but they could have just seemed a lot bigger, you know, because I was a child. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like tunnels, so I never spent too much time in there. Well, then first, I guess let's uh, see if we can't take a peek at that scroll. Gonna have to be secretive about that one, too. That's good. I'm great at sneaking. <laughs> Let's take your guests on a tour of the palace. Yeah. What do you like the way you think? <laughs> I like someone who's not stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is the entranceway, as you can tell. And this is where you came in from, so you probably already knew that. <laughs> it's the resplendent floors and everything. Excellent. And this is a door that we're going through, and these are some stairs we're going up and do to do. And this is, you know, this door is to my mom's room, but what you really want to look at is this tapestry over here. And I'm going to uh, start drawing a little friend with my magical pen to uh, slip under the door and see if it can't grab that scroll. All right, give me your performance check. And I feel like I'm actually explaining the tapestry because, like, I'm just like, it's actually a really cool tapestry. It's actually made by hand. So are these all the different husbands that Queen Portobello's had throughout time? <laughs> and boyfriends. Okay. <laughs> so, so they, that's good. That's a 28, Leo. All right. You make an amazing little friend. Looks super capable. Very smart. Slips under the door and sort of stuffs out a rolled scroll from under the door, (laughs) slips back out, gives you a wink, and then vanishes. (laughs) Willie's just poking each of the dudes going, yes, no, no, yes, yes, no. And he's leaving big, greasy linguine marks on each one of them. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yes, no. These are all the men that you approve of. Okay. Approves a word. I like it. As the scroll is slipped out from under the door, you can hear the sound of Uncle Jibbles and Jeeves coming from around the corner. Ooh, I'm going to pick up that scroll real quick and tuck it away. They start turning the corner just as you go to pick it up. So give me a stealth check to see if you can hide it. Alrighty. Can I give a help action by acknowledging Jeeves to sort of distract him? Sure. Oh, uh, hey Jeeves, I noticed that uh, you on the tapestry right here, um, you look quite a bit taller than you do in real life. Did you make that request yourself or uh, did the artist just have a little bit of um, uh, creativity in that department? Jeeves was already a little taken aback by turning the corner and seeing all of his most, <laughs> all of his mortal enemies. <laughs> and then Garrett said that. So he's just, he's dumbstruck. So yeah, Jane's definitely got advantage. I got a, I got a 27. Woo! You pretended to tie your shoe, but you don't have laces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, precisely. You pick up the scroll and Uncle Jibbles and Jeeves walk up. Uncle Jibbles says, gotcha. I think it's time that we had a talk. Ooh. Uh, Jeeves is just kind of looking around on the ground and, and won't look up at you or say anything. I'm almost sad. What up, Jeeves? Remember that time we made you cry at that party? Oh, my God. <laughs> Good times. And his blank face stare, pull my hand out and go, Linguini? 
<laughs> so aggressive. He's the king. Oh, fuck. Jeeves looks at the linguini and then looks up at you. <laughs> and then looks to Uncle Jibbles. Uh, Unky, so what, what did you want to talk about? <laughs> Uncle Jibbles looks like he's just holding back so much fury. <laughs> his knuckles are white with his clenched fists. And he says, gotcha. You and your friends are wanted criminals in the city of Pathurntica. Yeah, but they suck. It is a city in which your mother has many alliances. It is a great risk to her reputation, but she has decided that if you and your friends would like to remain here and never leave the Portobello Kingdom to make trouble, then you may stay. People keep on giving us that kind of option, and honestly, uh, yeah, sure, we'll stay. Oh. Leo, I'm going to be honest. I think I need to make a deception check. Go for it. 15. He squints his eyes at you and says, I hope that you are being honest with me. Should you choose to leave the kingdom, we will have no option but to turn you in to the Pathentican authorities. All right. He gets down on one knee again and puts his hand on Woody's shoulder and says, Don't let her confuse you, Woody. If she tries to tell you to do anything, you come check with Unky Jibby, okay? Yeah, for sure, Jibs. You know, I got your back. But then I'm gonna uh, like kind of l- like try to make eye contact with a uh, gotcha and a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot a wink back. All right, give me a deception check, Leo. Right now in my mind, Unky Jibby is exceptionally tall because he keeps kneeling to put his hand on Woody's shoulder. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, they're all children, but they're not. That's why I asked how old Woody was. I was like, is Woody a child? <laughs> no, Unky oh, Jibby. Yeah. We didn't say it at first, but Unky Jibby is eight and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah, uh, Woody's pretty short. Uh, I'll say Woody's like five five. <laughs> okay, I got a fifteen on deception. Uh, okay, Woody. Uh, be careful and keep an eye on your sister. Always, yeah, always. When uh, Unky's kneeling down, I want to go ahead and scan him into my watch. All right, give me a stealth check. Oh, good move. All right, I rolled a five plus six, so 11. He definitely notices that you did something, um, but he doesn't really seem to care that much. Okay. <laughs> Unky Jibby stands up and turns to Jeeves and says, Your Highness, I believe we have some business to attend to. Jeeves says, Well, I'm... Uh, yeah, sure, for sure. Uh, Let's go. Um, I'll deal with you all later. Yeah, yeah, later. We'll see you later, Jeeves. I mouth linguini at Jeeves. (laughs) It's hard for you to mouth things at people when you have a trunk and tusks in the way. Oh, no, I picked the trunk up. (laughs) (laughs) Linguini. Jeeves and Uncle Jibby walk down the hall and enter the king's private office. And when he leaves, I'm going to say, man, that Jeeves is such a fucking dork. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so glad you noticed it. We legit made him, like, cry and leave at a party once. It was amazing. Uh, I don't know what mom sees in him. uh, It's not important. Hey, how was the interview in Heron? (laughs) That was a great interview. She seemed a little lucid, but, I mean, other than that, that's, that's pretty cool. It was fine. She left all her shit. At our place, which wouldn't have been that much of an issue. It wouldn't have been that much of an issue if there wasn't like already nearly rotting fruit. But that's how it was. After they walk away, I'm going to unfurl the scroll and we can all. Uh, Do you want to do this in private? Woody, do you have a room around here? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. uh, It's right over here. And uh, don't be alarmed if you see all my gold medals from uh, archery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm I'm like super 
proud of that actually because oh, I love Robin Hood, so I always felt like I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or fantasy Robin Hood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I open the door and we're into my badass room. My room's all like dark looking, and because I'm really into metal, so there's like fantasy metal names like uh, Fantasy Black Sabbath, <laughs> yeah, like, Fantasy Black Dahlia Murder. It's just all like metal bands, but with fantasy in front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow me. Uh, this one I got when uh, my first one. Uh, you know, let's just read the scroll. You probably, you guys probably don't really care right now. Um, These things are awesome. Hell yeah, <laughs> nice. Oh, you like Fantasy Nickelback too? Okay, then you know, <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> They're very popular. You know, I'll give you that. Anyway, so I'll uh, unfurl the scroll and read the scroll aloud. Huh, we- weird. This this looks to be a poem? It says, A pinch of fruit, ripe and sweet, a bit of trash from at your feet. Water cool from rivers wide will lift the land to the sky. In addition to the poem, you see some very strange runes on the page. I don't know how to describe this shit. I just hold it up and point at them. <laughs> Everyone give me an Arcana check. 18. I got a 10, which is fitting. I got a 14. I got a 14 as well. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that's not a dice. Is this what I think it is? Is this the popcorn recipe? <laughs> <laughs> so with a 14, Scotch thinks it's a kettle corn recipe. But with an 18, Garrett knows that this seems to be some kind of spell and you're not sure exactly what it does but it seems to have something to do with telekinesis as well as plane shifting yeah so uh this seems like a spell uh it has something to do with telekinesis and plane shifting <laughs> oh uh likely anyway okay the university i stole it from was a it was a, it was like arcane university so wait you stole this from an arcane university. They stole it from us first, though, so I had to get it back for the family. Oh, okay, fair is fair. Yeah, or that's what mom said, at least. You do know that when spells like this are accompanied by poems, they often list the ingredients required for the spell. All right, so um, I guess it's a grocery list of sorts, a magical grocery list. What did it say? S some fruits? Um... Pinch of fruit, ripe and sweet, a bit of trash from at your feet... Water cool from rivers wide will lift the land to the sky. Sounds like they're already all set. That's kind of not good. It sounds like they've probably got a portobello peach. Big pile of trash. The rivers. That's why Garrett came to Pathertica. That's right. Don't you remember him just whining and whining and whining about how his hometown <laughs> was... Eh, there's no water. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did take the Sunderwood River from my homeland. Um, I mentioned it was going to some type of purpose in the city, but not a spell compounding. Something that strikes you as off about this, Garrett, is that typically spells only require a small amount of these ingredients. Literally a pinch of fruit, a bit of trash, and just a small amount of water. So um, it sounds like they're trying to make a rather big spell based on the quantity of things they've gathered thus far because they've taken so much damn trash. That was a lot of trash. The Portobello Kingdom surely has plenty of fruit. Yeah, I can get the kitchen staff. To, I mean, oranges, banana, anything you guys want. Just let me know. <laughs> yes, the Portobello Kingdom has many exports in addition to Portobello peaches, such as mango onions, apple leeks, <laughs> papaya yams, and... Kale lemons. <laughs> what is a kale lemon? You'll have to ask Tyler from Facebook. Thanks, Tyler, for those fun vegetable fruit combinations. Thanks, Tyler. Fantastic, Tyler. So, so what do you guys think this is? If, I mean, 
I mean, it's a spell? Why, why would why would mom need a spell like this? Unless she's trying to keep it out of the hands of an evil person. Well, I think she's working with an evil person, though, bud. That last line of the spell said something about raising the earth. And um, I imagine they could raise a whole shitload of earth with the components they've collected thus far. Um, now, one thing that eludes me is what they're doing with all these frogs, because that doesn't sound like a spell component. That sounds like its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think the answers we need are going to be in the Verdant Caverns. Oh, hey, uh, I'll, I'll go with you guys if you want. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Sweet. Uh, I'm just going to grab my bow. I'm going to grab uh, I'm gonna grab some art. Uh, just uh, give me one minute, one minute. I'm going to run off and grab all my stuff, and I'm, like, super excited to hang out with my big sis. <laughs> <laughs> How do you look when you come out in your adventuring gear out of your fancy boy court clothes? Like Robin Hood. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. I think it's Beautiful. super cool. Like, I have the green tights <laughs> and everything. I'm like, fuck yeah, but I have, like, leather. Uh, I have leather armor, though. But <laughs> it's very... <laughs> Very reminiscent to what I picture Robin Hood looking like. Fantasy Robin Hood looking like. Of course. The cap with the feather in it and everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. After Woody is properly suited up, our heroes depart for the Verdant Caverns. Our party arrives at the Verdant Caverns. Enormous caves in the sides of the mountains near the Portobello Kingdom that house the Portobello Peach Trees. Peculiar trees that grow upside down, their roots buried deep in the ceiling of the cavern. The branches reach far down almost to the floor, allowing one to reach out at shoulder height and pluck a perfectly ripe portobello peach. Well, uh, you know, people have often said that the Sunderwood gnomes are a backwards community, but, um, you know, there's something a little bit backward about these trees from what I... (laughs) No no offense, you two, of course. All right, Garrett. (laughs) Like, I haven't heard that one a million times before. (laughs) As you walk along the path to the Verdant Caverns, you see deep wagon tracks that match those you saw before in the Springtail Forest. They lead into the caverns. You see people carrying baskets going in and out of the caverns. However, you notice that they only seem to be carrying out very nasty, low-quality peaches. Hmm. What are they doing with the good ones if they're only taking out the bad ones? That's a good question, Garrett. In addition, you see several guards by the entrance to the cavern. Woody, I'm glad you're here along with us. You need to see what mom's really about. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little like she's been duping me. She, you know, she never really cared that much about me in the last like six months. That's not important. Yeah, what the, what's going on? (laughs) Wait, did did something big happen like six months ago? Yeah, I, uh, I graduated. But then after that, she really started like asking me to help out a lot more. So I thought it was maybe just because I finally graduated. She, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Huh. Anyway, I need to talk to these workers. I, I will run over to one of the wagons leaving with the bad peaches. And uh, I ask whoever's driving it. Hey, so uh, y'all taking these bad ones for like fertilizer? Something? Oh, princess. Oh, um, um no, these, these peaches are to be sent to the city for sale. Oh. For uh, pig feed? Oh, um... I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, I think they're just to go to the market. But we have we have so many good peaches right back in that cavern that I can see with my eyeballs. Why why are we not selling those? Oh, um, the queen requested that. Oh, oh, um, uh, perhaps you should ask uh his lordship Jibbles about it, your highness. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go get my answers from him. I'm so glad we fucking got that on you, fucking jibbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my unky jibbies. I'm going to walk away, back to my group, and 
tell them, all right, y'all, I think we're going to have to sneak in here. These folk ain't going to let us in there. They don't want us to know anything that's going on in there. I think we might have a personal escort from Unky Jibbies. And I elbow scotch. And then I, I slap my Omnitrix and fucking Ben 10 into the most powerful alien in my watch, Unky Jibbles. <laughs> <laughs> what did Unky Jibbles sound like? I already forgot. Uncle Jibbles sounded like this. Unky Jibbles. I'll do my best. Oh, uh, no. Throw a little fr- more frog in your throat. This is as much frog as will fit in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that'll have to do. And um, I lean over to Scotch and I'm like, I'm pretty sure the elves want you to call them fuckboys. I think that's important to them. I, I, I'm sitting there shaking my head back and forth. <laughs> we'll have to talk later. <laughs> Don't use it yet. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a giant spider, uh, a traditional dark elf steed. I guess let's just stroll up to the front door. Scott Chops is Unky Jibbles. Unky Jibby, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Strolls up with his party in tow. The guards at the front give a bow and say, Your Lordship Jibbles. What is your command? Uh, stand down, men. We've, uh, we've got some things to do. Give me a deception check. I'm just going on a tour of the, um, peach mines. Since I live here, do I know any of these guards? Like, maybe by first name or anything? Yeah, yeah, you'd know the guards. Um, these are, fuck, uh, uh, Charles and Dudley. Uh, yeah, Charles, we just checking it out really quick. How's the family doing? Hey, you know, I haven't, I haven't talked to you for a few days. Uh, they're doing good, Woody. Yeah, uh, my kid, you know, he's been, uh... He's been getting into some weird, weird stuff, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, remember, my offer still stands. If he ever wants to learn archery, I'll give him a free few lessons. Oh, yeah, that's not a good idea based on um, based on his current behavior. But uh, I appreciate it, Woody. Uh, Y'all have a good time in the caverns. Uh, Make sure not to go too deep now. Remember, uh, the queen doesn't want uh, any of y'all going too deep in the caverns. Uh, It it gets dangerous at the back. I think I know how deep the queen wants me to go, Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gotcha, Charles. Uh, Of 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 course. Your lordship, uh, excuse me. Um, of course, of course. As you're walking away, you hear the two guards talking to each other like, Jesus Christ, that's his sister that he's talking about. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jimmy. I, I turn to them and I'm like, don't be fucking gross. You know what he meant. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> As the party goes deeper into the cavern. You do see good peaches on the trees. The workers are taking them down and putting them into boxes and taking them deeper into the cavern. You also see people coming out from deeper in the cavern with empty boxes to fill with peaches again. Um, I go to the nearest worker and, young man, um, pop quiz, what are we doing with these peaches? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> a- answer quick or you're fired. <laughs> Give me a deception check with advantage. <laughs> okay, first roll got a 24. Ooh. Second roll got a 25. Okay. It, um oh, we we we're, we're taking down the beaches and we're taking them uh, deeper into the cavern. And? and and then we we give them to the guards before we go around the bend. And and, and then they give us a, in a, an empty box and we come back and we do it again. Hmm. You're safe for another day. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to whisper as we kind of walk past him, like, don't worry, he's just messing with you. Thanks, Woody. <laughs> Quick, how much linguine can you fit in your hand? And I give him a handful of linguine and go away. <laughs> he holds his hands out and takes the linguine. He's like, oh, 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 uh, this one, uh, uh, do you want? Count it, we'll be back. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh man, this is getting everywhere. Oh, watch out. Watch out, everybody. Y'all want to go deeper into the cavern? Deeper. Yeah. 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 Deeper. You go deeper into the cavern, and eventually you come up to the bend. You see that workers are walking up and handing full crates of peaches to the soldiers, and the soldiers take them and go around the bend after giving the worker another empty box. The soldiers stand at attention when they see Unky Jibby. Stand down, man. Everything's all right. Woody, do you recognize any of these guards? Uh, not really. They, uh, they seem, uh, yeah, no, no. I, that one looks kind of familiar, but the other ones, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen these ones before. Hmm. All right, men, I have new orders directly from the queen. The, their royalnesses, uh, Gotcha and Woody, they're, they're on the case now. So, uh, if you could just, uh, Take them for a walk. Take all of us for a walk, and just really lay it all out for them. Tell them, tell them everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I told mom I don't want to have to deal with these caves, but she's forcing me. So yeah, just let me know what you know. Uh, yeah, sure, your lordship, no problem. Just uh, what's what what case? What they're they're in on the peach deal now. So you know what we're doing with these peaches, where we're taking them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the peach thing. Okay, yeah, sure. So uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know a whole lot more than uh than you, your lordship. But yeah, sure, follow me. So yeah, we just take the peaches, and he turns the corner. And as he turns the corner, you see a large, glowing blue portal. Oh, no. Oh, this is the portal uh, Mom was talking about. See, I told you. Okay. (laughs) Great job, Woody. (laughs) Beside the portal, you see the covered wagons. You see Slim Drippins, the kobold wizard you saw before speaking to Rasputin, sitting on top of one of the carts. He's ordering the soldiers around and says, Drive those carts through that dang portal. Don't worry now. You're going to be fine. You'll get through the other side. Don't worry. Go on. Just drive them on through. You see the guards start driving the carts through the portal. As they do, a strong wind coming out of the portal blows the covers off of them to reveal the hideous frog monsters contained within the cart, just barely squeezed inside the cage on the back. As the carts pass through the portal, Slim Drippins hops off the back just before entering and says, Well, looks like you and your friends followed us here. I gotta say, you're pretty resourceful. <laughs> pretty resourceful for a bunch of dead idiots. Oh, he's talking to us, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. No, he recognizes us. <laughs> is, uh, is Rasputin still here? Rasputin? Nah, nah, he's not here. But but don't you worry. You won't have to worry about Rasputin or the queen or, you know, shitting or pissing or anything really in just a minute because you're going to die, dinguses. Don't worry. We're on your side. Look, we've got Unky Jibs right here. Slim, calm down. Uh, they're, they're with us now. Slim Drippins reaches his fingers into his eye sockets and pulls out his eyes. Ah. <laughs> he waves them around with both of his hands saying, oh, I'm sorry. Uncle Jimmy's in here. I didn't see him. Where is he? All I see is scotch hops in a shitty magical disguise. Well, shit, baby. And then I slap my watch and turn back into scotch hops 
frog form. I elbow Woody and I'm like, listen, uh, this guy's bad biscuits. He um, He's turning innocent frogs into those nasty monsters and uh, he's rather nasty. Uh, I would kill him if I were you. Uh, so, so if you're still on the fence, know that he's the guy to kill. <laughs> <laughs> After Scotch turns back into Scotch, all the soldiers behind you realize what's going on and raise their spears to sort of start closing in behind you. As they are, Slim Drippins claps his hands, disappears from the side that he's on, and appears behind the guards. He says, I'm a little bit tired today. Think I might make this one someone else's problem. He raises his hands, and the cavern begins to shake. All the guards in front of you start looking a little bit worried, and then all of the guards and all of you are thrown into the portal. <laughs> I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks so much, Andy, for coming on. Andy, do you have anything to plug? Oh, yeah. I'm part of a LGBTQ plus BIPOC uh, 90s podcast called uh, Notable Nostalgia. It's a lot of fun. What we do is we talk about movies. We have a lot of great interviews. Uh, so far, we've interviewed Al Jean from The Simpsons, Bill Oakley from The Simpsons, Elisa Reyes from all that, the creator of Clarissa Explains It All, creator of Bear and the Big Blue House. Just a lot of fun people. But what we like to do is try to talk about things from the 90s, kind of from our perspectives. And we have a lot of laughs on the way, too. So uh, it's pretty fun. Check it out. Notable Nostalgia. This show is awesome. I've listened to a ton of it, and uh, I got to recommend to any of y'all D&D podcast listeners out there Beth May's on one check that shit out yeah Beth May yeah she was super sweet and super nice well thanks for coming and we're looking forward to having you on for the rest of this arc yeah thanks I've been listening to all the episodes they're always fun and I'm just super glad I'm a part of it and yeah I just can't wait to see the future thanks man fuck yeah Leo and I have actually been working with Andy and the cast of Notable Nostalgia on a new project called Dungeons and Decades. The first episode's coming out September 30th for that. So get excited. Expect to hear more about it coming up. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Take a Crit and Facebook by the same name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartsog, Andy from this episode, and John Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunkest Batman. He's the TikTok you gotta be ticking at and talking to. If you have suggestions for NPC names or magic items, you can share those with us in our Facebook group. If we use them, we'll be sure to accredit you in the show. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. Episodes come out every other Monday, so check back September 13th for episode 19. See you next time. All right, yeah, just drive the cart through. Uh, this isn't how he sounded. He was Gary Busey. All right, yeah, just drive the carts. The, yeah, the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't remember why Amazon you said Amazon Fire Stick. What's the difference why. between a seashell and an Amazon Fire Stick? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm very busy. laughs> hey, hey. Hey! Hey! I can't use my lips. (laughs) I was going to say, I actually have a little bit of a patch line. Uh, You can either throw it or not. I was just going to yell, My linguini! All right, yeah. I'm I'm positive there's somewhere we can use that. (laughs) I feel like such a fucking... 
Scruff McGruff ace detective right now. Yeah. I feel like just the asshole dropping Linguini. Yeah, you would not be wrong. <laughs> That's the way that you felt. <laughs> oh, shit. What did Unky Jibble sound like? I already forgot. He's a wet blanket. Yeah, he's... Uh, no, this... God damn it. I always just go back, straight back to Plankton. Give me the formula for Uncle Jibbles. Because <laughs> this ain't it. Did you know, um, in real life, I just had a fruit hybrid that they made in a fucking lab. Ooh, they okay, put a middle finger to God and made a fruit <laughs> called an aprium. That's an apricot plum. How was That's it? Funny. Preposterous. It was <laughs> It was sinfully good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, Scotch, how did you put it like a dozen episodes ago? We're a bunch of wild stallions we've got to roam free we got we got to run free we gotta we gotta let our manes just jostle in the wind you can't you can't tie us down you can't pin us up we, we just gotta go are there mushroom shaped towers on the palace you wish <laughs> you're just trying to figure out how many how many dicks are around yeah. i see don't count your dicks before they hatch sam <laughs> <laughs> But I, actually, that squirrel's still in a room. Um, I, I walked by this morning and I saw it there. Um, her door is open. Um, every now and then, guys, I walk it? by. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I said any naked guys on it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, I'm imagining that that Willie is like doing the whole testing to see if the gold's really gold by like taking a chomp on it for a second. Willie knows gold when he sees it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's no fool. I thought you were about to tell us that these peaches grew like potato style and you had to <laughs> dig them up. No. <laughs> Just upside down trees in a cave. After Woody is properly suited up, our heroes depart for the Verdant Caverns. Musical cue right here, Joey. Thank you very much. Okay. I'll come up with something brooding and, um, you know, for, for the caves. You know, that was an editor's note. I, I don't usually get so sassy when I'm just actually talking to your face. That was me talking to future <laughs> Joey. Um, yeah, and here's an editor's note for future Leo. Fuck you, buddy. You're going to fucking love this track. Oh, here, here's an editor note for, for future Joey. I fucking better, you son of a bitch. God damn it. If it's bad, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> and if it's bad, you're going to have to fucking live with it because it's Sunday night and I'm not doing another one. You didn't say editor's <laughs> note, Joey. Now it's a fight. <laughs> editor's note. Thank you guys for, uh, you know, putting your time, effort, and. Uh, editor's note. Stay out of this, Sam. Editor's note. <laughs> editor's note. That's just my signing off. I'm sorry. <laughs> editor's note. I'll make the song. I don't know how to use any of the music programs, so it'll be like a kind of thing, we'll, but we'll I think use, it'll fit. We'll just uh, use that. that. Sounds good. We'll, we'll just sample that. that clip. Yeah. 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 There you go, Joey. I'll add in my sounds too, but it's just going to be and that's all you get. Hey, everybody at the end. This bit was too weird. We're not keeping it, but you get it here now. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Andy's here this time. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>